Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everybody. Steve here. Uh, As we recently announced, we are no longer producing new episodes of the podcast, but we did have content that we had recorded that we had not put into the regular feed for everybody to hear. And we wanted to share that with you, of course. So what you're hearing here is one of those episodes of Down the Rabbit Hole that hadn't gone out into the regular feed and had only previously been available through the premium service. So enjoy and thanks a lot. This episode of Thinking Sideways is not brought to you by Equal Pay for Chupacabras. Instead, it's brought to you by Pet Shelters. That's right, there are lots of dogs and cats and bunnies and birds and snakes and leathery skin things. There's all kinds of critters out there that everybody loves. Though you may not love it, somebody else does. But they're all out there for adoption because there are shelters that help these kind of critters in a human world. Well, if you want to help a critter that is in a human world, go down to your local animal shelter. If you can't actually adopt, you can contribute in another way, which is you could donate your time or money because those little critters, they need your help. They need your time. So do what you can make the world a better place by helping a little thing that's fuzzy skin, shell, all those weird tactile senses. Thinking Sideways, stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. I don't understand. What? Thinking Sideways. Thinking Sideways. Thinking Sideways. 
guys. Welcome to our very first bonus episode. Inaugural! Yeah. Um, (laughs) You may have seen us doing polls or things like that on social media for the name of this. Officially, right now, we are calling this side program Down the Rabbit Hole by Thinking Sideways. Special bonus content for all of our fans on... uh... Stitcher Premium. Using Stitcher Premium. Yep, oh, which special, we're very excited for. Special thanks to the rabbit. Sorry, dude. We yep. took over your hole. But, yep. uh, yeah, you'll get Thank back. you for yeah. you know, subscribing on Stitcher Premium. Yep, oh, for sure. This is the reward. Us Woo-hoo. sitting around awkwardly talking. Yeah. I uh, know. This is kind of lame. For Down the Rabbit Hole by Thinking Sideways, we are basically giving ourselves a little bit of a free-for-all. We are allowing ourselves to talk about things or stories or whatever that interests us that doesn't necessarily fit into the Thinking Sideways format. The genre. Genre in general. This is our first one. I'm really excited about it because I get to host it, as Mm. you can tell. So that's the concept. Cool. Uh, We hope you guys enjoy it. Mm. Today we're talking about... Uh, a mysterious thing. Uh, Phantom Ruby Tuesdays in it's New Mexico. Some sort of time slip. Where, now, it's not just a phantom restaurant. It's a phantom city. It's, yeah. Phantom town, It's a least. weird thing. Yeah. It is a story that one of our mods, Leslie, suggested to me, and it was found on Reddit, Glitch in the Matrix. Yep. Okay. So... Thanks, if, you, if, you, if you're on Reddit, you probably know what you Glitch know. in the Matrix is. Right, or you can assume. If you've ever seen the movie, The yeah. Matrix, you exactly. can. Yeah. Anyway, well, let's just launch right in here. Cool. Okay, let's see it. This story starts in winter of 2009 when the um, original poster, we're just going to call him Op. OP. I'm just going to say it Op. I like OP better. That's great. Okay. Then um, <laughs> when you do your story, you can call it OP. Yeah, <laughs> um, Op and his brother drove from Portland, Oregon, our fair city, to Florida to visit their sister. And on the trip back to Portland, they decided to take Interstate 10 all the way back to avoid some snow delays they had experienced on the way out. Because Interstate uh-huh. 10 runs along the southern, southern portion of the, exactly. of the country. Exactly. Yeah, yep. through Louisiana and Texas mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, all that All stuff. those warm yeah. places. Yeah. I've driven through, I've driven actually both of these routes to the East Coast. I-10 is actually way more enjoyable. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was way more enjoyable. Um, the first day, they made it to San Antonio, which was is a pretty good that's, drive from this Florida. This is on their way home. That's, yeah, on their uh, way home. That's a, mm-hmm. quite a it's marathon a, quite day. Quite a haul. That's, I mean, that's like uh, probably a 22-hour day. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. 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 So they stopped, and then the next day, they had planned to make it from San Antonio to Las Vegas. Um, Like you do with road trips, you start to really learn your car and what kind of gas mileage you're getting from it. Mm -hmm. So they knew that they usually needed to stop at about 350 miles for gas, but they could go all the way to 400 if like absolutely needed. They were in a Prius, right? No, they they were in a a Honda hybrid, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I remember it was a hybrid. hybrid, So, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so about 100 miles outside of San Antonio, the um, op noticed that the fuel gauge was dropping noticeably faster than usual. So um, they looked to, you, you know, on the hybrid cars, you can, maybe you don't, on a hybrid car, you can click to see fuel consumption. A lot of cars do that. Newer cars These do days, that. Yeah, I drive an old car, so my car doesn't, but newer cars, you Well, you, can, you have an analog fuel gauge. If you I would do. upgrade to one of those awesome digital ones, yeah. it'd be way better. I'm cool with my analog, thanks. Um, but they they noticed that the car was only getting the like almost barely 26 miles per gallon versus they had been getting closer to 35, 35 miles per gallon. 
Obviously, this is pretty crazy, but there could be a lot of explanations for it, like they were going uphill or there was a headwind or something. Uh, or maybe, yeah, there was some sort of gravitational tug from some sort of, you know, gravitational craft or something. Yeah, <laughs> or, no, you know, actually I mean, somebody on Reddit said, you know, it could just be something as simple as they bought uh, gas from a really crappy station that adulterated their gas with water. Exactly. Yeah, with some gas, that is some not purposely, of. Yeah, yeah, purposely or otherwise, yeah. you know, the, if you, the tanks live underground and if the tanks are old, they can get a little porous and mm. the water water that's in the ground can just seep right in yeah exactly so there are a number of reasons but um op just decided they couldn't really come up with one other than to quote make them pull over where they did a reason that this was happening that's what they couldn't come up with Mm -hmm. yeah well afterwards he thought it was fate yeah or some or some invisible hand yeah something yeah um, and I do think from the story, the, the, the original poster is male. So yeah, yeah. I got that impression too. him, uh, they pulled over for gas earlier than expected and then followed the GPS directions back on course. After a few minutes of driving, they realized that they are not on the predetermined I-10 path, but instead on highway two, eight, five heading north. Yeah, and this is Fort Stockton, Texas, right? It was, yeah, around there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that, that happens sometimes in like, especially in this kind of more desolate parts of our, of our country, interstates and highways kind of commingle and, and share the same, share numbers. the same, I mean, not the numbers, but they will share the same actual road. Oh, they so can sometimes be, have the same number can be on the same stretch of road. They, they spur off. So yeah. yeah, that's true. But oftentimes, you know, you'll get, this is, um, I five, I four Oh five and also highway two eighteen and highway one seventeen. I mean, it's confusing. It's, know. you know, it's, that all uh, on that yeah. same mm-hmm. road. So they just kind of thought, well, maybe this is what that's what's going on there. Um, and realized only too late. Yeah. That, and then uh, they, see. so they just kept going and then they make it to New Mexico, but realize that they're about an hour early crossing into New Mexico than they would have been on I 10. So they uh, realize that they're not actually on I-10 at all. And at this point, exactly, right? And then at this point that they've just gone too far, it would have been an hour faster to stay on I-10. But at this point, it's not faster to backtrack all the way back to I-10 to go back up to Vegas. So they're just staying on the roads. There are other ways to get back to River City. Yeah. Yeah, But they were uh, were using a... Uh, a old... budget GPS yeah. unit, mm-hmm. not a not a real high dollar fancy one. Maybe that was part of it. Yeah, yeah, I think it was part of it. Well, luckily, there's more than one road in the U.S., so they're, sometimes they're, they're going to find their way home. Yeah, I think. and I've driven this stretch of road, this actual specific stretch of road. I don't know if either mm-hmm. of you have. No, no, but no, not. Not even even in this part of the country, if you've ever driven through it, you know, m- almost everything you encounter are like pit spots or um like we like white to call spots them. in the road yeah exactly kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah it's you yeah. know you maybe get a gas station maybe if you're lucky the gas station has like a subway connected to it or something <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. that's pretty much all that exists there and Actually, more often yeah. than not it's a, a sign that says huber this way no services you uh-huh. hit the jackpot when you get the pizza hut taco bell combination yeah one of my favorites is just last gas for 200 miles. Yeah. Well, you want to pay attention to those signs. You sure yes. do. Yeah. yeah. And was my, fa- my second favorite is when it says last gas for 200 miles, and then you drive 10 miles down the road and there is gas. And there's way more <laughs> gas. Yeah. And there's actually a thriving city somehow. Yeah. yeah. So these guys eventually hit a place called Vaughn, New Mexico. This is like a 400 person population type spot. So, you know, not the wide spot on the road, but not 
uh, thriving community no. necessarily. You know, actually, I, I had to go do a little street viewing on that one. And, what? Uh, yeah, Jonta Tuvon. And it looks like it used to have more than 400 people. There's a lot, a lot of derelict boarded up buildings on the main drag there. Yeah, I think most of the places through this area used to have a lot more people. Maybe at least yeah. some more people. Um, and know. Encino, they eventually drove through after Vaughn. Which is Vaughan, even smaller which than Vaughn. I am not lying. When you Google Encino, the thing that comes up is pictures of abandoned outhouses. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be that Polly Shore movie, Encino Man. Oh, no, no that's the first but... thing it tries to suggest, but it does. Nope, nope. It's about 10 miles by um, the, the poster's estimation. They drove to a, a town or a, a city. It wasn't on their GPS. Again, this isn't insanely unusual. The budget GPSs either you know lose service and don't really update. Or, or they just got they out of date maps. Stuff. Yeah, their, their maps are out of date or whatever. But they also said that there was no no kind of signage around it. None of the no like, signs saying you know Podunk, you know, Podunkville, you know, ten miles or yeah. Podunkville next exit. Yeah, and like actually, that. this okay. it sounds like was not a Podunkville. I mean, it, there were a lot of chain hotels and even like they said like an Albertsons and a mm. number of chain restaurants. I mean, it was a a big enough. They said they thought it was like a ten to twenty thousand person population area, which is fairly sizable, particularly for that neck of the woods, and particularly to have like no signage or anything else. It just pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, though I will say again, having been on long haul road trips like this, especially if they pulled a twenty two hour day the day before, <laughs> sometimes you just yeah. stop paying attention to the signs that are blowing past you. You think he might have been on the wrong road? or I, Yeah, I don't know really what wow. was happening there. They decide to take advantage of not being at a little podunk wherever. No, you know, they don't want the, the crappy burger and, yeah. and soggy fry. Yeah, exactly. And stop in at a Ruby Tuesdays for dinner okay. that day. As soon as they walk in, they are greeted by a waitress by name, mm-hmm. I guess at this point we have to name them. We can do our standard Justin and Aaron name. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah I, like, I like Justin yeah. and Aaron. Those are good too. names. They're good names, yeah. Um, but the waitress basically walks up to them with a huge smile on her face, and she says, oh, my word, is that Justin and Aaron? They both assume that, like, one of the brothers knows her. You know, uh-huh. like, Justin's like, oh, well, Aaron obviously knows her, and Aaron's like, oh, well, Justin obviously knows her. And they kind of vague their way through some answers, you know, and she says, how are you doing, blah, blah, blah sits her down and they sit down and she goes off to get the menus and they confer and they realize neither of them actually knows this woman <laughs> and they think well justin and aaron are like pretty common names maybe yeah, they're kind of yeah. common guys yeah. you know maybe maybe she's well, just especially after that that uh podcast thing a lot of people started naming their babies justin after and them. aaron yeah, yeah, yeah. i know so yeah. yeah they are pretty common names at that point yeah, yeah. very popular now. yeah, yeah. Then a bartender comes over and says, no way, Justin and Aaron, are you guys back for jobs? They inform him that he must just like be mistaken because at this point they realize they they are being mistaken for somebody else. Apparently. And he just kind of laughs like they're joking. The bartender continues by asking how they'd fared in their three-month anatomy and physiology courses that they'd taken at Oregon State. Hmm. Which it turned out they had taken, right? Yeah, I mean, Joe, can you read this next little bit? It's an actual quote. Okay. Okay, quote, I remember thinking all of a sudden, this is not a coincidence anymore. My brother and I had taken a three-month, 15-credit A&P class at Portland State University when we were in our early 20s. We were late 20s when this interaction happened. 
Finally, I asked the guy again exactly where they knew us from, and he just kind of paused and started looking me over. Then he said, oh, damn, you guys just look really similar to some people that used to work here, unquote. He apologized and claimed he had to get back to work. After a bit, our food came, and my brother and I noticed they had switched out our waitress from the girl who recognized us when we walked in. That wasn't a big deal, though a bit strange. Next, a guy I can only guess was the manager starts walking over to our table with a big smile on his face. As he gets within about 10 feet of us, he kind of starts looking over my head and stops. I think someone behind me was directing him not to talk to us. After he received the message, he sharply turned 90 degrees and walked away without saying a word. So, unquote. Uh, I mean, it's weird and awkward, but... Yeah, a little bit. You know, nothing, like, too crazy. Oh, that's, that's kind of crazy, they, I think. I mean, they... Basically, you can tell they are not comfortable. I wouldn't be. And they finish their meal as quickly as possible. And the new waitress comes back and says, oh, our cash register system is down, so your meals are on the house. Which is, again, like... A chain doesn't normally do that. Uh, yeah. Not even just to just sit there for the next 45 minutes while yeah. we get it all straightened or, out. Or, you know, you need cash. Like, we have an ATM. There's an ATM down right. the way. Yeah. Just pay us cash. You know, something to get paid. Uh, Justin says that he wanted to ask where they were, but also just, like, really wanted to get out of there, which I can totally sympathize with. There are some moments where you're just like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. I need to know more, but I got to get out of here. They figured they had to stop for gas anyway, so they would, you get the little receipt and it says, you know, Exxon Mobil, Portland, Northeast, or whatever. I mean, you know, yeah, it says where you're address. at, basically, right? Um, but unfortunately, as they were getting on the highway, it was divided, so they were forced to turn right out of the restaurant, putting them back directly onto northbound a, uh, 285. 285, thank you, which basically forced them back on the road without being able to fuel up. So they drove for about 20 more minutes and then found a truck stop where they stopped, which ended up being right at the intersection of 285 and I-40. Uh, and I-40 is the road that you would take for the rest of, pretty much the rest of your journey westward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, so you, you can see this all on, on Google. You can see the aerial and can. everything. Yeah, yeah. and so the, the other reason that this is weird is that there is nothing there really isn't, yeah. Between Encino and the junction of 285 and I-40. Actually, there is a little phantom business there. On the side. <laughs> Called Ruby Tuesdays? No, no. <laughs> oh, I forget what it is. I was looking at something like, you know, Mike's Mike's Repair or something like that. But it's certainly not a Ruby Tuesdays. No, when you look, it's actually labeled in Google. But when you actually Oh, it's you, a pin that has nothing there. It's a pin there. that has yeah. nothing there, yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. I attached a map to this, so you guys got to look at it, which is pretty cool. But that's, like, the weirdness of this whole thing. I mean, on top of everything else, right? There is nothing in there. There's, there's nothing literally there. nothing. I mean, it's a pretty short stretch of road. Well, about and, 20 miles, I think. Yeah, yeah, and there's nothing there. Yeah, it's interesting, though. It's actually, uh, if you look at it, if you street view it and everything, it's, it's a double highway, so it's two lanes each direction with uh, with a nice meridian in between. Mm-hmm. Considering, and I checked the traffic flow on that uh, through the state of New Mexico. Uh, that little stretch in there is 2,247 cars a day. It's a, that's a lot of really nice asphalt for that number of cars. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a big, beautiful highway going straight as an arrow. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. actually, somebody on Reddit, since this was a Reddit post, uh, somebody on Reddit took the time. They lived close, and they, they actually took a picture. They drove this entire journey 
you know, from Vaughn, New Mexico, all the way to this truck stop that the guy said they stopped at and took a picture pretty much every, you know, couple of miles, every time they saw something of any kind of interest. And there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. So here's a question. And I, I, so I looked at the map you had and spun around a little bit on the map, but I didn't do any extensive searching. Is it at all possible that our, our storyteller, that's how I'm going to refer to yeah. him, our storyteller diverted yet again from the road they thought they were on I and they had were on that a question. different one? I had that question exactly. And I will tell you no. Because they said they went through Vaughn and Encino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are two very distinct points. And then, they get and to then the... either you can go straight and then you hit the border. Or you go up and you intersect with I-40. They know that they stopped within an hour of Encino, give or take, you know, actual driving distance. An hour of Encino, they hit the junction of um, 285 and I-40. And the only place that, that those two intersect is that truck stop. Okay. Now, granted, they could have, yes, gone diverted. But to divert, they would have hit um, like a bunch of major cities, major cities, and they would have been thousands, uh, hundreds, if not thousands of miles off course and t- so wrong about where they're at that but they would have blatantly known. They would have known. Okay, yeah. And so... that was one of the things is like, you know, one of the theories on this is like they were just wrong, but they would have had been really, really wrong. The other thing is, is that um, if you look at Ruby Tuesday's website or even a, a historic log of where Ruby Tuesdays are in New Mexico. There's only one, and it's 205 miles away from where they claim they were. And it's actually in a, a pretty decent sized city. Yeah, you'd have to be really wrong. And of course, this wouldn't be the first time that somebody were wrong about something. I mean, it could have been they were at Ruby's Tuesday. I oh. was a chain. Well, like, I mean, Maybe. it could have been. Yeah. It's not the chain, Ruby Tuesdays. Or, it could have sure. been something that was very similarly named. Or Tubi Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, totally, yeah. yeah. Ruby Rubies. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they Ruby, represented Ruby, it as the reason that they were excited about it is you guys may remember that the first Ruby Tuesdays in Portland started opening up around 2000. Right. Nine. I don't or remember, whenever this story was. I don't remember was... being excited about it. No, I, no. I, I wasn't <laughs> excited. But, you know, that's kind of when they came here. And so the reason that they had chosen that particular chain is because they were like, oh, those are opening up around us. Let's see if it's any good okay, while so... we're here. And, but yes, I will allow, I will allow a whole lot of error here. But even like the most amount of error can't get me a random city in the middle of basically what is just like wasteland. So are we in yeah. theories now? Is that where we're at here? Or? Yeah, I mean, no, this isn't this happened. isn't thinking okay. sideways. I know, I know. But is, are so, we are we like trying to figure out what it is? Talking about what it could okay. be. Yeah. Okay. But before we talk about theories, let's take a break. If you think being in Ruby Tuesdays and having everybody recognize you when you don't know them is a bit of a mind twister, then you are going to love the new show from HBO. When a young girl disappears from rural Wingap, Missouri, reporter Camille Preaker is sent to investigate whether the case is linked to an unsolved murder. From the author of Gone Girl, the producer of Get Out, and the director of Little Big Lies comes HBO's limited series Sharp Objects, based on the novel by Gillian Flynn. Amy Adams stars as reporter Camille Preaker, whose proximity to the investigation, 
her chilly mother, and mysterious half-sister bring her own scars to the surface. Hailed as a spellbinding, addictive immersion into a dark, small-town mystery by Indie Wire, and the most captivating show of the summer by Time, Sharp Objects also features Patricia Clarkson, Chris Messina, and Eliza Scranlon. See new episodes every Sunday at 9 and catch up on HBO Now. I recently interviewed my cat, Princess Fluffy Pants, about one of our sponsors, and I wanted to share that interview with our listeners. Of course, she's a cat, so I had to bring in a feline translator for this conversation. Hello, your royal fluffiness, purveyor of the regal fur, and most valiant occupier of the boxes. How are you doing today? I am well, human servant, and I would like to congratulate you on finally addressing me with my full and well-earned title. But of course, princess. You asked for this interview today, so what would you like to share with our listeners? Well, as you know, I love shoes. They are amazing things, and while I have yet to figure out how to wear them myself... I greatly enjoy lounging on them, and it is a guilty pleasure to stuff my face in them and smell them. Because of this, I thought it was my duty to share with your listeners what they could do for their four-legged owners to make their experience as pleasurable as mine. The thing that they need to do is wear those amazing Bombus socks I see you in all the time. I have heard you go on and on about how great they feel because they are made from super soft cotton, which keeps your feet cool in the summer and warm in the winter. It also helps to maintain just the right level of smell, not obnoxious or overly strong, which is how I like it. Those socks have something called stay-up technology, which apparently is what keeps them from falling down around your ankles and looking like a dorky. Let's get straight to the point here. Those things keep your feet happy, and they keep me happy. Gross socks are not allowed in my domain, and you have done well with the switch to Bombus. For your listeners to make their quadrupedal masters as happy as you have made me, all they have to do is go to bombus.com forward slash sideways and use the promo code sideways, and they'll get 20% off their first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot C-O-M forward slash S-I-D-E W-A-Y-S. And use the promo code to get 20% off your first order. Now, human, seeing as the listeners are busy on their computers buying socks, you can go clean my litter box. And we're back. Because, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is that this is on Glitch in a Matrix, and it really sounds like something that should have been on No Sleep. Yeah, it could have been made up. It sounds oh, yeah. very, very fictional to yeah. me. Well, it's... Um... It's very conveniently peppered with true details, yeah. but then diverts from those rather yeah. quickly. So, um, shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stop talking. Okay. Um, I mean, yes, of course, that is a theory that this is totally made up. Yeah. But it's, I'm just having fun kind of entertaining the other options. How far away is this from Roswell? It's Ooh, a way. You it's actually pass through Roswell to get to where they to get to where they went. Yeah. Okay. So it's entirely yeah. possible that this is an after effect of Roswell, well, and that the been. whole thing was in their heads because they were doped up well, and probed yeah. and so then dropped back. Actually, on the road? that's like an interesting thing is that there are two really interesting theories about that. One, as we're playing along, right, is that it's possible that they could have been abducted by aliens and then had these memories implanted in their brain okay. uh, to supersede whatever horrible things they. Experienced. Experienced. Oh, that makes um, sense. Yeah. The other theory 
is that they're actually spies. <laughs> no, wait, no, wait. Corporate this isn't, spies? I mean, this isn't the worst no. theory ever, right? Okay, spies, they're spies, actually, yeah. so that all of this aside, right, we just assume that they were actually out of Ruby Tuesdays where everybody knew who they were. For some reason... It's the, the New Mexico version of Cheers. Sure, right. For some reason, they were, like, somehow, yes, they found this Ruby Tuesdays where everybody knew who they were. It, it seems totally unreasonable. They were in the totally the wrong place. But the th- other theory, part of this is that, like, that was all real, but they are spies and they've had their memories wiped and re... Re-implanted. Re-implanted False or whatever. memories planted And so all of yeah. the people at Ruby Tuesdays did actually know them. They did actually used to work there. They just have no memory of it because they're spies and have been brainwashed to believe that there's... We had their identities wiped. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like that theory a lot, except you'd think that if they were going to wipe their memories, they would have also given them, like, new names and identities, too. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. I am looking... I am desperately looking through Google right now for... There was some really, really crappy Roswell movie that came out probably in the last five years. Yeah. And the... the Did something like this happen? No, yeah. no. But the plot of it, it's it's by the same guy that he has a bunch of those really shaky camera movies, those really cheaply made. And there's Oh, been, like Blair Witch Project. Right. Or... But there's been one or two that are hits and the rest of them are just garbage. Yeah. But it makes me think of that kind of thing where this could have been somebody's script concept uh-huh. for that kind of movie. The, the shaky cam, yeah. like four hours in the car, they roll down the window, they're talking to the camera. That, yeah. I mean, that's, this is, no, <laughs> or it could be that they were just abducted by I think aliens. it, I agree. I think it probably is made up, but it's still like a crazy, like on it's the a, off chance it's not, it's a crazy, fun, interesting story well, I, I that do, I wanted to share. I admire that, uh, that they, he didn't overdo it with the dramatic elements. That right. Was, that was, well, that's good if he did make it up. It's, it's like, you know, the whole thing about it is, it's, it's very mundane. Yeah. You know, he's not dramatized. It's not a real dramatic story. Yeah. Um, the reason that falls down for me is I'm, I'm totally into, uh, the whole time slip, alternate, alternative timeline and all that yeah. stuff. But here's the problem is that uh, nobody would put a Ruby Tuesdays franchise on a highway that has less than 2,300 cars a day. Well, <laughs> in <laughs> nobody, fairness, yeah. right? I mean, Even agree. in an alternative timeline. Well, but in an alternative timeline, that could have been the main highway. Mm, oh, I mean, you know, the only reason yeah, that I, it wouldn't, because it wasn't like oh, this lone Ruby Tuesday yes. hanging out by itself. There was a bustling little area. Bustling little city. So yeah. you would assume that in this alternate timeline, if they did happen to slip into it or mm. whatever, um, that that for whatever reason, that would have been a kind of hub yeah, I, in that, the area. That occurred to me too, but here's, here's, where, here's where it fell down again for me. Yeah. Yes. I thought, okay. There's a, there's a there's this whole city that is not there in our our timeline, mm-hmm. and and so that means that there's a lot more people. So he should have noticed, you know, they noticed the city, but they should have noticed. All of a sudden, we realize there's ten times as many cars on the road around us. Where did they all come from? All of a sudden, we notice that we're driving through this town, and there's like there's like overpasses and stuff. And that's the first overpass we've seen in this entire highway the entire time. Things like that. They didn't notice any of those things. I agree. Yeah. I think while Steve's over there on his phone, I'm like, rapidly I trying am. to find a book. That's okay. Well, well, it's what I'm usually doing, so it's fine. Yeah, you can't, um, you can't bitch can't. about it, can yeah. you? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, realistically, maybe, but I, I feel like I've taken so many road trips in my life mm-hmm. where there have been times where 
we've hit this kind of weird little bubble and it's not like there are suddenly more people. We are still the only car on the highway, but that doesn't mean, I mean, who knows what time it sounds like it was later in the day. Maybe it was a weird time that they hit it. That I it just got the happened, impression that they know? hit it right around lunchtime or something, but I could be wrong about oh, that. Oh, I guess yeah. it was like later dinner time or, in my mind. But, oh, was it? Okay. I yeah. mean, you know, again, like that's not, There's that's no not given, right? So and so that, that yeah. gives us that kind of reasonable doubt of being able to say, well, maybe it was a weird time. And I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's, I uh, just, I would say that things like, um, you know, when you drive out to the coast, mm-hmm. you drive into Tillamook for instance, right? Tillamook's kind of a, the same size as I would guess this area was. About probably 10, a little people, bigger. Like that. Probably, probably a little bigger, but you know. You can drive on 26 or you can drive on the Tillamook, through the Tillamook Forest. Oh, the Forest Road, yeah. Right. It doesn't, I've, I've driven both ways a number of times and I've never felt, going either way, that suddenly there were more or less cars on either of them, though 26 gets way more traffic Mm. than the road through the Tillamook Forest, right? I don't... I think it always feels about the same amount of traffic. It's perceptual is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Suddenly when they get into town, though, there should have been all of a sudden a lot more cars throughout. And there may have been, and they just didn't because he thought... didn't note that. Uh, Yeah, yeah. because it was 10 to 20,000 people. He was like, yeah, of course there's more traffic. I don't need to say that. You know... I don't know. As we thought, as we talked about this, what I was on my phone for is that this really, really makes me think about, I cannot find the name of it, but years ago I read, it was a book or a a short book or a story by Stephen King, Mm -hmm. where essentially this person was driving all the time and making fantastic distances. And the concept was if you have a flat paper map, but you fold the map and you connect the two, the the road from the two folded edges, you cut out all that distance, but you go through this weird kind of fantasy space. Well, that makes me think. But it's it it yeah. it has the same quality and the yeah. same feel as the things that are described in that. Like I almost feel like it's a ripoff of King in a way that oh. way. Oh, no, I mean, no, that no. sounds I mean, like... Not, not King, intentionally, but the idea. Sounds... King probably ripped off Reddit. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That sounds like a wrinkle in time to me, so are you sure it's Stephen King? This was, I'm, I really feel like it was yeah, Stephen King, that's but fine. I, I was but, in I mean, high school when I read it's this. It's a that's theory how long ago of time travel in general, yeah. is that you just mm. wrinkle two things and yeah. hop. Um, yeah, actually, he did mention that he picked up that road atlas of the western U.S. and that witch's market in Marrakesh. No, <laughs> he did. He didn't. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Anyway, um, do you guys feel like you have anything more that you want to I, talk about? I don't. About? I mean, this is a weird story. I, I, I gotta I'm, be honest. But I, I hope really... you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, no, no, it's good. It's, it's a, a fun I, little story. I'm sure, they made it up. Like I said, yeah. I, I don't think that uh, you're going to find it because even in the alternative timeline. I still don't understand why anybody would plant a city in that particular spot because I've looked at it. Yeah. Why right. do they plant cities in any Anywhere. particular spot yeah. typically? Well, well, no, 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 we don't need to go into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I, I hope that everybody else got to enjoy this um, as a little bonus something. Um, we want to thank you very, very much for being part of Stitcher Premium. If you want to connect with us, you can head to our Stitcher page to connect with us on all of our various social medias. They're all and, linked right there. And also linked to our website. Or if you want to talk to us about this case or any other case you can feel free to email us at thinking sideways podcast at gmail.com yeah if but you live on highway 285 we especially want to hear from if you. if you work on the at the ruby tuesdays yeah, on that road totally please do. let we us definitely know. Want to know um but otherwise um yeah 
thanks. We're going to get out of here. Yeah, toodaloo. We'll see you next time. Let's go get a burger. Okay.